Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, celebrating 50 years of sharing God's unconditional love and grace. Welcome to the Gospel Truth broadcast. Welcome to a very special edition of the Gospel Truth. Don't limit God. He wants you to have an abundant life. God isn't angry at us anymore. The war is over. And I know that there's many of you who love God, but I tell you, there's a better way to pray. Everything that Jesus came to do, the power for it is released through the gospel, the good news, the nearly too good to be true news. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. For the last two weeks, I've been teaching about the war is over, and I've based this on Luke chapter 2, verse 14, where the angels sang, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. That's talking about peace from God towards us, that the war is over. His anger, His punishment against sin was satisfied through Jesus. And sad to say, as a whole, the church hasn't fully understood this. We've accepted an improved relationship with God because of what Jesus has done, but not a perfect relationship. Most of the church has still been bearing around a sin consciousness and feeling that God is imputing sin unto us. And for two weeks, I've been talking about, nope, the war is over. That's the title of this teaching. This book right here, this is radical. There are radical things that I've said over the last 10 days, and we've still got a ways to go. So I've got this in an English book. I've got a Spanish book. I've got a study guide here, which is the book, but it's just reformatted so that you can uh, teach other people. And in the front of the study guide, there is a CD-ROM that allows you to print out all of these questions, and it's made specifically so you can disciple people. So I've got that in English and in Spanish, and then we have CDs, and then we have DVDs that were taken from the TV program. And I tell you, these are important things that I've been sharing. Most people really feel that there is still hostility and animosity from God towards us every time we sin. And yet, I've used a lot of scriptures. Specifically, I was focused in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 52, 53, and 54, showing that God put all of our sin upon Jesus. In John chapter 12, verse 32, that Jesus bore all of our judgment, all of it, not a portion of it, and that we have to bear part too, but He bore all of our judgment against our sin so that we are absolutely free of sin. There should be no more conscience of sin. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 2 says that. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 10 says that we've been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And Hebrews 10, 14 says if we've been sanctified, we have been perfected forever. Man, there's just a lot of great things. So I've been sharing that the angels were proclaiming peace from God towards men. And this is the new covenant. In the old covenant, there was war between God and man over sin. In the new covenant, our sin has been placed upon Jesus and the war is over. And look at these verses in Ephesians chapter 6. In verse 11, it says, "...put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness 
IN HIGH PLACES. WHEREFORE, TAKE UNTO YOU THE WHOLE ARMOR OF GOD, THAT YOU MAY BE ABLE TO WITHSTAND IN THE EVIL DAY, AND HAVING DONE ALL TO STAND. YOU KNOW, THIS SAYS THAT THERE'S MANY PIECES OF ARMOR. I'M GOING TO GO THROUGH AND READ THIS. BUT AS A WHOLE, THE BODY OF CHRIST HAS ONLY TAKEN THE HELMET OF SALVATION. IN VERSE 14, STAND THEREFORE, HAVING YOUR LOINS GIRT ABOUT WITH TRUTH, AND HAVING ON THE BREASTPLATE OF RIGHTEOUSNESS, AND YOUR FEET SHOD WITH THE PREPARATION OF THE GOSPEL PEACE, ABOVE ALL, TAKING THE SHIELD OF FAITH, WHEREWITH YOU SHALL BE ABLE TO QUENCH ALL OF THE DARTS OF THE WICKED, AND TAKE THE HELMET OF SALVATION AND THE SWORD OF THE SPIRIT, WHICH IS THE WORD OF GOD. SO IT LISTS ALL OF THESE PIECES OF ARMOR THAT WE ARE SUPPOSED TO PUT ON, AND BASICALLY ALL OF THE CHURCH HAS DONE IS PUT ON THE HELMET OF SALVATION, AND THEY DON'T HAVE ALL OF THESE OTHER PIECES OF ARMOR. IN A SENSE, CHRISTIANS ARE STREAKING CHRISTIANS <laughs> RUNNING AROUND WITH NOTHING BUT THEIR HELMET OF SALVATION ON, BUT THEY DON'T HAVE THE BREASTPLATE OF RIGHTEOUSNESS. THEY DON'T HAVE THE SWORD OF THE SPIRIT. THEY DON'T HAVE THEIR LOINS GIRT ABOUT WITH TRUTH AND ALL OF THESE OTHER THINGS. AND I WANTED TO FOCUS ON THIS. IT SAYS THAT WE ARE SUPPOSED TO HAVE OUR FEET SHOD WITH THE PREPARATION OF THE GOSPEL OF PEACE. YOU KNOW, EARLIER, uh, TEN DAYS AGO, I USED ROMANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 16, WHERE THE APOSTLE PAUL SAID, I AM NOT ASHAMED OF THE GOSPEL, FOR IT, THE GOSPEL, IS THE POWER OF GOD UNTO SALVATION. AND I SHARED THAT THE WORD GOSPEL THERE IS LITERALLY MEANS GOOD NEWS, BUT IF YOU RESEARCH IT, IT LITERALLY WOULD BE MORE ACCURATE TO SAY THAN NEARLY TOO GOOD TO BE TRUE NEWS. IT'S JUST AMAZING, AND YET WHAT A LOT OF CHURCHES TODAY ARE PREACHING IS NOT GOOD NEWS. <coughs> EXCUSE ME. WHEN THEY STAND AND WHEN THEY SAY, YOU'RE GOING TO HELL, DID YOU KNOW IF A PERSON DOESN'T KNOW JESUS, THAT'S TRUE. HELL IS A REAL PLACE AND YOU'RE GOING TO HELL, BUT THAT'S NOT GOOD NEWS. THE WORD GOOD NEWS, THE GOSPEL THAT IS NEARLY TOO GOOD TO BE TRUE ISN'T JUST SAYING THAT THERE IS A GOD AND THERE IS A DEVIL, THERE'S A HEAVEN AND THERE'S A HELL, AND IF YOU DON'T REPENT, YOU'RE GOING TO HELL. ALL OF THOSE THINGS ARE TRUE, BUT THAT'S NOT THE GOSPEL. THE GOSPEL IS SPECIFICALLY IDENTIFYING THE WAY YOU OBTAIN FORGIVENESS. INSTEAD OF YOU HAVING TO EARN IT THROUGH YOUR OWN EFFORT, THAT'S NOT GOOD NEWS, BECAUSE THE TRUTH IS ALL HAVE SINNED AND COME SHORT OF THE GLORY OF GOD. AND SOME PEOPLE SAY, BUT I'M BETTER THAN OTHER PEOPLE. I LIVE A RELATIVELY HOLY LIFE. IF YOU LOOK AT THINGS FROM GOD'S STANDPOINT, JAMES CHAPTER 2, VERSE 10 SAYS, IF YOU KEEP THE WHOLE LAW AND YET OFFEND IN ONE POINT, YOU BECOME GUILTY OF ALL. GOD DOESN'T GRADE ON A CURVE. HE DOESN'T DO IT COMPARATIVE TO OTHER PEOPLE. IF YOU MISS HEAVEN BY AN INCH, YOU MISS IT BY A MILE. IF YOU ARE TRYING TO EARN RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD, IT CANNOT BE DONE BECAUSE ALL OF US HAVE SINNED. IT DOESN'T MATTER IF IT'S A BIG SIN OR A LITTLE SIN. THERE ARE NO SUCH THING AS GOOD SINS AND THEN BAD SINS. IF YOU SIN, IT'S SIN. IT'S LIKE IF YOU HAD A HUGE GLASS IN FRONT OF ME AND YOU, YOU COULD SHOOT A BB THROUGH THE GLASS AND MAKE A RELATIVELY SMALL HOLE OR YOU COULD DRIVE A TRUCK THROUGH IT. BUT IF YOU BREAK THE GLASS, THE ENTIRE THING HAS TO BE REPLACED. GOD'S LAW MAY HAVE THOUSANDS OF DIFFERENT COMMANDS IN IT, BUT IT'S ALL ONE THING. AND IF YOU BROKE ONE OF THEM, YOU BROKE IT. SO THERE IS NO SUCH THING AS SELF-SALVATION, AS SELF-RIGHTEOUSNESS. NOBODY IS EVER GOING TO GET RIGHT WITH GOD AND BE SAVED BASED ON YOUR OWN GOODNESS. YOU HAVE TO HAVE A SAVIOR. AND THE GOOD NEWS IS NOT THAT YOU'RE GOING TO HELL, 
THAT'S TRUE IF YOU DON'T KNOW JESUS, BUT THAT'S NOT GOOD NEWS. THE GOOD NEWS IS THAT JESUS PAID FOR YOUR SINS SO THAT YOU DON'T HAVE TO EARN SALVATION. IT'S A GIFT. ROMANS CHAPTER 6, VERSE 23 SAYS, THE WAGES OF SIN IS DEATH, BUT THE GIFT OF GOD IS ETERNAL LIFE. IT'S A GIFT. IT'S NOT A WAGE THAT YOU EARN. IT'S A GIFT THAT YOU JUST HUMBLE YOURSELF AND RECEIVE. NOW THAT'S THE GOSPEL. THE GOSPEL IS SPECIFICALLY TALKING ABOUT HOW YOU RECEIVE RELATIONSHIP OR FORGIVENESS WITH GOD. AND IT IS NOT BY YOUR EFFORT. IT'S BY YOU HUMBLING YOURSELF AND JUST RECEIVING SALVATION AS A GIFT. AND I'VE ALREADY TALKED ABOUT THAT, BUT LOOK AT THIS. IT SAYS, AND YOUR FEET SHOD WITH THE PREPARATION OF THE GOSPEL OF PEACE. SO HERE'S ANOTHER WAY OF DESCRIBING THE GOSPEL, AND THAT IS THAT IT'S PEACE. IF YOU'RE HEARING SOMEBODY SAY THAT GOD IS ANGRY WITH YOU, UNLESS YOU DO THIS, GOD'S NOT GOING TO MOVE IN YOUR LIFE, THAT'S NOT PEACE. THAT'S NOT GOOD NEWS. AND YET, SAD TO SAY, THAT'S WHAT THE VAST MAJORITY OF THE CHURCH IS PREACHING TODAY, IS A PERFORMANCE-BASED RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD. NOW, I BELIEVE THAT PERFORMANCE IS IMPORTANT. I BELIEVE THAT YOU NEED TO LIVE AS HOLY AS YOU CAN SO THAT YOU DON'T GIVE SATAN AN INROAD INTO YOUR LIFE SO THAT YOU DON'T GIVE OTHER PEOPLE WHO ARE ANTAGONISTIC TOWARDS CHRISTIANITY AN OPPORTUNITY TO CRITICIZE YOU AND NOT BECOME A CHRISTIAN BECAUSE THEY'VE SEEN YOU. I BELIEVE YOU NEED TO LIVE GOOD. YOU NEED TO HAVE GOOD PERFORMANCE. BUT YOUR RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD IS NOT DEPENDENT UPON YOUR PERFORMANCE. IT'S DEPENDENT UPON YOUR FAITH IN THE LORD JESUS. LET ME SHARE THIS VERSE WITH YOU OUT OF ROMANS CHAPTER 5. AND AGAIN, IF I HAD TIME, MAN, YOU COULD GO BACK THROUGH THE WHOLE BOOK OF ROMANS. WE WERE JUST TALKING IN ROMANS 1.16. I'M NOT ASHAMED OF THE GOSPEL. AND MAN, HE JUST MAKES A TREMENDOUS CASE FOR BEING JUSTIFIED IN THE SIGHT OF GOD THROUGH FAITH AND NOT THROUGH WORKS. AND THEN IN ROMANS uh, CHAPTER 4 HERE, HE IS TALKING ABOUT WHAT SHALL WE SAY THEN, THAT ABRAHAM OUR FATHER AS PERTAINING TO THE FLESH HATH FOUND. FOR IF ABRAHAM WERE JUSTIFIED BY WORKS, HE HATH WHEREOF THE GLORY. AND IT TALKS ABOUT ABRAHAM, ONE OF THE GREATEST EXAMPLES OF THE OLD TESTAMENT, AND YET THIS MAN WAS WILLING TO LET SOMEBODY ELSE TAKE HIS WIFE AND COMMIT ADULTERY WITH HER. GOD PRESERVED HER, BUT ABRAHAM DID NOT STAND UP AND DO WHAT WAS RIGHT. ABRAHAM WENT INTO HIS WIFE'S HANDMAID, WHICH WAS ACCEPTED IN THOSE DAYS, BUT IT WASN'T GOD'S WILL. ABRAHAM DIDN'T DO EVERYTHING RIGHT. AND, and THE SCRIPTURE HERE MAKES IT CLEAR THAT WHEN HE SAID IN GENESIS CHAPTER 15, VERSE 6, THAT ABRAHAM BELIEVED GOD AND IT WAS COUNTED TO HIM FOR RIGHTEOUSNESS, THIS WAS uh, MANY YEARS BEFORE HE DID THAT RIGHT OF CIRCUMCISION AND BEGAN TO FOLLOW ALL OF THESE THINGS. IT WASN'T HIS PERFORMANCE THAT MADE HIM RIGHT. IT SAYS ABRAHAM BELIEVED GOD AND IT WAS COUNTED FOR RIGHTEOUSNESS. AND THEN IT TALKS ABOUT DAVID, THAT DAVID WAS A MAN WHO COMMITTED ADULTERY AND MURDERED TO COVER UP HIS ADULTERY. HE DID NOT DO EVERYTHING RIGHT. AND YET DAVID WAS ONE OF THE GREAT PEOPLE IN THE OLD TESTAMENT, AND uh, GOD CALLED HIM A MAN AFTER HIS OWN HEART. IT WASN'T BECAUSE HIS PERFORMANCE WAS ALL PERFECT. IT WAS BECAUSE HE TRUSTED IN GOD. AND AFTER ALL OF THESE THINGS ARE SAID, AND IT SAYS IT WAS WRITTEN FOR OUR LEARNING SO THAT WE COULD LEARN THROUGH THEM THAT RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD COMES BY FAITH AND NOT PERFORMANCE. THEN IT SAYS IN CHAPTER 5, VERSE 1, THEREFORE, BEING JUSTIFIED BY FAITH, WE HAVE PEACE WITH GOD THROUGH OUR LORD JESUS CHRIST, BY WHOM ALSO WE HAVE ACCESS BY FAITH INTO THIS GRACE WHEREIN WE STAND AND REJOICE IN HOPE OF THE GLORY OF GOD. GOD BY GRACE 
HAS EXTENDED MERCY TOWARDS EVERYBODY. GRACE BY DEFINITION IS EVERYTHING THAT GOD IS AND HAS AND WANTS TO DO AVAILABLE TO YOU ON AN UNEARNED, UNDESERVED BASIS. IF YOU HAD TO DO SOMETHING TO EARN IT, IF YOU HAD TO LIVE UP TO A MINIMUM STANDARD, THEN IT WOULDN'T BE GRACE. GRACE IS UNCONDITIONAL. IT HAS NOTHING TO DO WITH YOU. MATTER OF FACT, THE SCRIPTURE SAYS IN JOHN CHAPTER 1 THAT WE BEHELD HIS GLORY, TALKING ABOUT JESUS, FULL OF GRACE AND TRUTH. JESUS IS HOW GOD BROUGHT GRACE TO THE EARTH. IT SAYS THE LAW CAME THROUGH MOSES, BUT GRACE AND TRUTH CAME THROUGH JESUS THERE IN THE FIRST CHAPTER OF JOHN. AND SO GOD SENT HIS GRACE THROUGH JESUS. THAT WAS 2,000 YEARS AGO. THAT'S BEFORE YOU AND I WERE EVEN BORN. IT'S BEFORE WE LIVED. WE HADN'T DONE ANYTHING TO DESERVE IT. AND YET GOD PROVIDED ALL OF THESE THINGS THROUGH JESUS, COMPLETELY INDEPENDENT OF US BECAUSE WE HADN'T DONE ANYTHING YET, GOOD OR BAD. GRACE IS INDEPENDENT OF YOU. IT HAS NOTHING TO DO WITH YOU. GRACE IS WHO GOD IS AND HOW HE CHOOSES TO BE, AND IT HAS NOTHING TO DO WITH YOU. BUT GOD'S GRACE DOESN'T AUTOMATICALLY WORK FOR YOU BECAUSE LIKE I JUST READ RIGHT HERE, WE HAVE ACCESS BY FAITH INTO THIS GRACE. THE WORD ACCESS HERE IS THE EXACT WORD THAT WE GET ADMISSION FROM. WHEN YOU GO TO A MOVIE THEATER, YOU HAVE TO BUY A TICKET TO GET ACCESS, TO GET ADMISSION. AND IT SAYS WE HAVE ADMISSION OR ACCESS BY FAITH INTO THIS GRACE. FAITH IS WHAT GETS US INTO THE GRACE OF GOD. FAITH ISN'T SOMETHING WE DO AND THEN GOD RESPONDS TO US AND GIVES US GRACE. SEE, IF IT WAS RESPONDING TO US, IF IT WAS BASED ON WHAT WE HAVE DONE, THEN IT WOULDN'T BE GRACE. NO, GRACE IS SOMETHING THAT GOD HAS DONE INDEPENDENT OF US. BEFORE WE WERE EVER BORN, JESUS DIED FOR OUR SINS. HE PAID FOR ALL OF THIS. HE HAS MADE HEALING, PROSPERITY, DELIVERANCE, JOY, PEACE. EVERYTHING HAS ALREADY BEEN PROVIDED BY GOD BEFORE YOU AND I WERE EVEN BORN. THAT'S GRACE. BUT IT DOESN'T JUST AUTOMATICALLY WORK. YOU HAVE TO BELIEVE. YOU HAVE TO USE FAITH TO ACCESS GOD'S GRACE. AS IT SAYS IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 2, VERSE 8, IT SAYS, BY GRACE ARE YOU SAVED THROUGH FAITH AND THAT NOT OF YOURSELVES. YOU AREN'T SAVED BY GRACE ALONE, AND YOU AREN'T SAVED BY FAITH ALONE. YOU'LL OFTEN HEAR PEOPLE SAY, I BELIEVE YOU'RE SAVED BY GRACE. AND TO BE TECHNICALLY CORRECT, IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 2, IT SAYS, BY GRACE YOU'RE SAVED. IT'S NOT 100% WRONG TO SAY YOU'RE SAVED BY GRACE OR THAT YOU'RE SAVED BY FAITH, BUT IT IS TECHNICALLY WRONG BECAUSE IT'S NOT GRACE ALONE THAT SAVES YOU BECAUSE THE BIBLE SAYS IN TITUS CHAPTER 2, VERSE 11, THAT THE GRACE OF GOD THAT BRINGS SALVATION HAS APPEARED UNTO ALL MEN. REMEMBER THAT GRACE IS WHO GOD IS AND IT'S HOW HE OPERATES IN OUR LIFE, INDEPENDENT OF US. IT'S UNEARNED. IT'S UNDESERVED. AND IT CAME THROUGH JESUS 2,000 YEARS AGO BEFORE YOU AND I HAD DONE ANYTHING GOOD OR BAD. SO THE GRACE OF GOD IS CONSISTENT TOWARDS EVERYBODY. AGAIN, TITUS 2.11, THE GRACE OF GOD THAT BRINGS SALVATION HAS APPEARED UNTO ALL MEN. EVERY PERSON HAS GRACE AVAILABLE TO THEM. HITLER HAD GRACE AVAILABLE TO HIM. M uh, uh, MUSSOLINI HAD GRACE AVAILABLE UNTO HIM. Uh, SADDAM HUSSEIN, YOU COULD JUST GO THROUGH AND NAME ANY OF THE TYRANTS, LENIN, STALIN, WHOEVER. ALL OF THEM THAT COMMITTED MASS MURDERS, THEY ALL HAD GRACE AVAILABLE TO THEM TO FORGIVE THEIR SINS, BUT GRACE ALONE DOESN'T SAVE. YOU HAVE TO HAVE FAITH TO ACCESS 
THIS GRACE. YOU'RE SAVED BY GRACE THROUGH FAITH. FAITH IS NOT SOMETHING WE DO TO GET GRACE. GRACE IS SOMETHING THAT IS GIVEN BEFORE YOU AND I EXIST. BUT FAITH IS OUR POSITIVE RESPONSE TO WHAT GOD HAS ALREADY DONE. FAITH DOESN'T MAKE GOD MOVE. FAITH ONLY APPROPRIATES WHAT GOD HAS ALREADY PROVIDED BY GRACE. AND IF A PERSON DOESN'T PUT FAITH IN JESUS AND TRUST IN JESUS, EVEN THOUGH JESUS HAS PROVIDED EVERYTHING FOR THEM, IT DOES THEM NO GOOD. PAUL SAID THAT YOU CAN FRUSTRATE THE GRACE OF GOD. YOU CAN MAKE THE GRACE OF NO EFFECT IN YOUR LIFE. In GALATIANS CHAPTER 5, AND IT'S BECAUSE YOU AREN'T PUTTING FAITH IN WHAT JESUS HAS DONE, BUT YOU ARE PUTTING FAITH IN YOURSELF. YOU ARE TRUSTING IN YOUR GOODNESS, AND YOU THINK, GOD, YOU OWE IT TO ME. I'VE LIVED SUCH A GOOD LIFE. YOU'VE GOT TO MOVE IN MY LIFE. THAT WILL VOID GRACE. THAT'S NOT FAITH. FAITH IS JUST APPROPRIATING OR RECEIVING WHAT GOD HAS ALREADY PROVIDED BY GRACE. AND FAITH IS HOW YOU ACCESS THE GRACE OF GOD. SO I SAY ALL OF THESE THINGS TO SAY, GO BACK TO ROMANS CHAPTER 5, VERSE 1, THEREFORE BEING JUSTIFIED BY FAITH, WE HAVE PEACE WITH GOD. SEE, THE GOSPEL IS SPECIFICALLY TALKING ABOUT HOW DO YOU GAIN THIS ACCESS TO GOD. IT IS NOT THROUGH YOUR PERFORMANCE. IT'S JUST THROUGH YOU HUMBLING YOURSELF AND RECEIVING BY FAITH WHAT GOD HAS ALREADY DONE. AND ONE OF THE RESULTS OF THAT IS PEACE. SO I WAS TALKING OVER HERE IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 6 THAT OUR FEET ARE SUPPOSED TO BE SHOD WITH THE PREPARATION OF THE GOSPEL OF PEACE. IF YOU AREN'T TELLING PEOPLE THAT THEY CAN NOW HAVE PEACE WITH GOD, NOT BECAUSE YOU DO EVERYTHING RIGHT, BUT BECAUSE JESUS DID EVERYTHING RIGHT AND HE'S OFFERING IT TO YOU AS A FREE GIFT. IF YOU AREN'T PREACHING THAT, IF YOU ARE PREACHING A CONDITIONAL LOVE FROM GOD, THAT AS LONG AS YOU STUDY THE WORD AND PAY YOUR tithes AND GO TO CHURCH AND LIVE HOLY AND DO THIS AND THIS AND THIS, DON'T DIP OR CUSS OR CHEW OR GO WITH THOSE THAT DO, AS LONG AS YOU LIVE THIS WAY, THEN GOD WILL ACCEPT YOU. THAT'S NOT THE GOSPEL OF PEACE. THERE'S NO GOOD NEWS IN THAT. IF YOU LINK GOD'S ABILITY OR HIS LOVE TO YOU TO YOUR PERFORMANCE, WELL, THEN YOU'RE GOING TO ALWAYS BE THE WEAK LINK IN THIS CHAIN. YOU KNOW, A CHAIN IS NO STRONGER THAN ITS WEAKEST LINK. IF YOU HAD A CHAIN THAT WAS MADE OF STEEL THAT WAS STRONG AND STUFF, BUT IF YOU PUT A PAPER LINK IN THERE, WELL, WHEN YOU PULL ON THAT CHAIN, I GUARANTEE YOU THE WEAKEST LINK WILL BREAK. AS LONG AS YOU ARE A LINK IN THIS CHAIN, AS LONG AS YOU HAVE TO DO ALL THINGS RIGHT FOR GOD TO LOVE YOU, YOU'LL ALWAYS BE THE WEAK LINK IN THE CHAIN. BUT ONCE YOU UNDERSTAND THAT, MAN, JESUS HAS DONE IT ALL, AND THE GOSPEL IS THAT EVERYTHING THAT GOD IS AND HAS AND WANTS TO DO IN YOUR LIFE IS AVAILABLE TO YOU, NOT BECAUSE YOU DESERVE IT, BUT BECAUSE JESUS PAID FOR IT AND IS OFFERING IT TO YOU AS A GIFT. ALL YOU'VE GOT TO DO IS HUMBLE YOURSELF AND RECEIVE IT. IF YOU COULD UNDERSTAND THAT, THAT IS THAT YOUR FEET SHOD WITH THE GOSPEL OF PEACE. THIS IS WHAT THE GOSPEL IS. THIS IS THE GOOD NEWS THAT GOD ISN'T ANGRY AT YOU, THE WAR IS OVER, THAT THE PRICE HAS BEEN PAID. JESUS HAS PAID FOR YOUR SINS. NOW THIS, AGAIN, I'VE SAID THIS MANY TIMES, AND I'M GOING TO STILL DEAL WITH THIS IN THE FUTURE AS WE CONTINUE TO GO THROUGH THIS, BUT THIS IS NOT ENCOURAGING YOU TO SIN. IF ANYBODY TAKES WHAT I'M SAYING AND SAYS, MAN, THIS IS GREAT, I CAN GO LIVE IN SIN, YOU DON'T TRULY KNOW GOD. YOU AREN'T BORN AGAIN. WHEN YOU GET BORN AGAIN, GOD CHANGES YOUR DESIRES. YOU MAY NOT BE FULFILLING IT, BUT AT LEAST YOU HAVE A DESIRE TO LIVE FOR GOD. AND IF A PERSON LISTENS TO WHAT I'M SAYING, 
IT DOESN'T SET YOU FREE TO SIN, IT SETS YOU FREE FROM SIN. IT'LL BREAK THE DOMINION OF SIN OVER YOUR LIFE. LET ME READ THIS VERSE TO YOU OUT OF ROMANS CHAPTER 6, AND IN VERSE 14 IT SAYS, SIN SHALL NOT HAVE DOMINION OVER YOU, FOR YOU ARE NOT UNDER THE LAW, BUT UNDER GRACE. ONCE YOU UNDERSTAND GRACE, THE TRUE GOSPEL, THE GOSPEL OF PEACE, IT BREAKS THE DOMINION OF SIN IN YOUR LIFE. IT DOESN'T ESTABLISH THE DOMINION. IT'LL SET YOU FREE FROM IT. IT'S CONDEMNATION. IT'S GUILT. IT'S A SENSE OF UNWORTHINESS THAT CAUSES PEOPLE TO GIVE IN TO SIN. PEOPLE WHO SAY THAT I'M JUST AN OLD SINNER SAVED BY GRACE, THEY MAY TRY AND RESIST SIN FOR A WHILE, BUT AFTER A WHILE, THEY SEE THEMSELVES AS AN OLD SINNER. YOU MAY BE FORGIVEN, BUT YOU ARE STILL A SINNER. YOU SEE THAT'S WHO YOU ARE. THAT IS YOUR IDENTITY. THAT'S WHAT YOU IDENTIFY WITH. AND SO YOU WILL ONLY RESIST FOR A TOKEN FOR A SMALL AMOUNT OF TIME. AND IF THE TEMPTATION STILL PRESENTS ITSELF AFTER A WHILE, YOU'LL GIVE IN BECAUSE THAT'S WHO YOU THINK YOU ARE. YOU THINK YOU ARE AN OLD SINNER. YOU'VE BEEN FORGIVEN, BUT THAT'S YOUR NATURE. BUT NO, ONCE YOU UNDERSTAND THAT YOU HAVE NOW BEEN MADE THE RIGHTEOUSNESS OF GOD, THAT GOD IS NOT IMPUTING SIN UNTO YOU, THAT JESUS PAID FOR ALL OF YOUR SIN, PAST, PRESENT, AND FUTURE, AND YOU UNDERSTAND THAT THERE IS A COVENANT OF PEACE, AND IT WILL NEVER DEPART FROM YOU. I USE THESE VERSES IN ISAIAH CHAPTER 54, VERSE 10, WHERE IT SAYS, THE MOUNTAINS AND THE HILLS MAY DEPART, BUT MY COVENANT OF PEACE WILL NEVER LEAVE YOU, SAYS THE LORD THAT HAS MERCY ON YOU. ONCE YOU UNDERSTAND THAT, IT DOESN'T SET YOU FREE TO SIN. IT'LL SET YOU FREE FROM SIN. YOU WILL SIN LESS ACCIDENTALLY THAN YOU EVER DID ON PURPOSE WHEN YOU WERE LIVING UNDER THE LAW AND TRYING TO PLEASE GOD BY ALL OF YOUR PERFORMANCE. FAITH IS WHAT PLEASES GOD. HEBREWS 11:6. WITHOUT FAITH, IT'S IMPOSSIBLE TO PLEASE HIM. IT'S NOT YOUR PERFORMANCE THAT PLEASES GOD. IT'S YOUR FAITH THAT PLEASES GOD. AND ONCE YOU UNDERSTAND THAT, WELL, THEN THE WAR IS OVER. BECAUSE GOD HAS PLACED ALL OF HIS WRATH FOR YOUR SIN, YOUR PERFORMANCE, UPON JESUS. AND EVEN THOUGH WE STILL DON'T LIVE UP AND WE STILL DON'T DO EVERYTHING RIGHT, AND WE DON'T ALWAYS STUDY THE WORD AND PRAY AND LOVE PEOPLE THE WAY WE SHOULD, AND WE AREN'T ALWAYS THINKING ABOUT OTHER PEOPLE. WE'RE THINKING ABOUT OURSELVES, AND WE JUST FALL SHORT ON A CONSTANT BASIS. IT SETS ME FREE TO KNOW THAT GOD IS A SPIRIT. JOHN 4, 24, GOD SEES ME IN THE SPIRIT. GOD RELATES TO ME BASED ON WHO I AM IN THE SPIRIT. AND IN THE SPIRIT, I'M A NEW CREATURE, 2 CORINTHIANS 5, 17. OLD THINGS HAVE PASSED AWAY. ALL THINGS HAVE BECOME NEW. GOD IS PLEASED WITH ME. WITH ENOCH, I CAN SAY THAT I PLEASE GOD, NOT BECAUSE OF MY PERFORMANCE, NOT BECAUSE OF THE WAY I LOOK OR ACT, BUT BECAUSE OF WHAT I BELIEVE. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, MAN, I RUN TO GOD. THE WAR IS OVER, AND WHEN I MESS UP, I AM NOT AFRAID THAT GOD IS GOING TO GET ME. GOD HAS PLACED ALL OF MY SIN, HIS JUDGMENT AGAINST MY SIN, UPON JESUS. OUR LIVES WERE TURNED RIGHT SIDE UP WHEN WE CAME TO AN ANDREW WOMACK EVENT BACK IN 2006. OUR DAUGHTER HANNAH WAS JUST GIVEN TWO WEEKS TO LIVE, BUT AT THAT CONFERENCE SHE WAS PRAYED FOR AND PRAISE GOD SHE WAS MIRACULOUSLY HEALED AND SHE'S 100% WELL TO THIS DAY. SINCE HANNAH WAS HEALED, WE FOUND THAT THERE HAVE BEEN MANY PEOPLE THAT HAVE BEEN HEALED AT ANDREW'S EVENTS. IT'S NOT A QUESTION OF WILL HE HEAL YOU, HE'S ALREADY HEALED YOU. I mean, Andrew just gives it to you like it is. And every time I leave one of these conferences, I am changed for the better. Every single time there is a revelation that he shares with us that God has given him that I make sure I make it my own.
When you attend a Gospel Truth Conference, you're going to be inspired by powerful praise and worship with Charlie and Jill LeBlanc and Andrew teaching the life-changing Word of God. There are prayer ministers there as well. Join Andrew and special guests at a Gospel Truth Conference near you. Go to awmi.net slash conferences for more information. Thanks to the friends and partners of Andrew Womack Ministries, Karis Bible College is raising up more disciples than ever before on the sanctuary property. But what if you can't make it to Colorado? Being a stay-at-home mom with three kids, it would not be possible for me to pack up and move to Colorado. I knew God wanted me to go to Bible College. I made up my mind and said to God, I said, I know I'm going, whether it's Colorado or wherever. Is there an option for you? With over 70 campus locations around the world, there is a place for you to begin your journey. If that seed's there and you've got something close to you like we do here, you've got to go for it. More than likely, God's already speaking to you about going to Karis Bible College. You just need to make the step. You will never, ever regret going to an extension school. It will change your life forever. Join the Karis community of like-minded believers by discovering a campus location near you at karisbiblecollege.org. I'd like to invite you to come to our campus days. We'll have all of our instructors ministering. We will have fellowship time together. There'll be questions and answers. And it's an opportunity for you to just come check out not only the spiritual things, but the facilities here. We have one of the most beautiful campuses in the world. If you can't relate to God and find God through the surroundings, then the Word that we share will definitely bring you to another level. It'll be an awesome time right here in Woodland Park. We hope you enjoyed this edition of The Gospel Truth. Andrew would like to extend a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible for us to broadcast this message consistently all around the world. Because of your contributions, we've been able to put free ministry materials into the hands of millions in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. I'd really like to encourage you to get this material. This book on the war is over is available in English and in Spanish. And then I have a study guide that is also in English and in Spanish. This is primarily for discipleship. It's a tremendous tool that has a CD-ROM inside where you can print out the questions and disciple others. And then I have CDs and DVDs. I tell you, this teaching would change your life. Listen to our announcer and respond today. Andrew's teaching titled, The War Is Over, is available in a CD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth seminar or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. You can also get this teaching as a book or study guide in either English or Spanish. Or you can get The War Is Over package, which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album, the book and the study guide. This package has a catalog value of $85, but you can get it today for only $60. The individual audio CD highlighted in today's broadcast is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. Our helpline number is 719-635-1111. 
If the lines are busy, remember, you can order ministry materials or become a Grace Partner 24 hours a day, seven days a week at awmi.net. From the creators of God With Us comes the heart of Christmas, a story like you've never experienced before, a story that takes you around the world and back through time, an adventure for you and your entire family to enjoy year after year. As a special offer for the holiday season, Andrew would like to offer you the Heart of Christmas DVD for just $25. Order your copy today at awmi.net.